Welcome to a brand new episode and season of Tell Me What You Know. In this episode, we are discussing space trash, aka space junk, aka space debris. This is all the crap left orbiting the Earth at 17,000 miles an hour after being launched into space on the many thousands of missions over the years. Large things like satellites, dead boosters, and the International Space Station, down to tiny objects and flecks of paint. This might not seem like something we need to worry about, with the great vastness of space and all, but we'll learn about a possible future called the Kessler Syndrome, where the Earth becomes engulfed in these tiny bullets that make space travel too dangerous. We'll look at ways we are trying to mitigate the problematic future and ideas for cleaning up space. We're excited to be back on Tell Me What You Know. What is going on, everybody? Today is Wednesday, May 19th, and we are back, baby. We are back. We are back. This is season four of Tell Me What You Know. Excited to be back. Excited to be back as well. I'm energized. It's early. Um, As we mentioned on our brief update mini show last week, we're back on the podcast grind. Uh, You can check out that episode for details on what to expect going forward in terms of format and when we're going to be posting shows and all that kind of stuff. If you've stuck with us, thanks so much for listening as always. Uh, Hearing from people about the show makes doing this a lot of fun, Um, even when we're being personally harassed by two of our listeners, uh, basically starting a coup when we're not posting episodes. I I appreciate it. Sometimes you need a podcast trainer just getting in your face, Yeah, telling you to keep keep putting out knowledge dumps and you know i'm sorry to create such a uh uh you know a a desert of knowledge for you guys but we're we're about to make it rain and and (laughs) and grow and grow your grow your knowledge it's gonna be a nice little knowledge oasis yeah uh we're gonna talk about space trash today it's our first topic of season four of tell me what you know but to start it off we got a little format change we're gonna do our show uh news dump so I'm going right. to cover a few topics real quick, just what's hot in the news. Basically, this is our like this is our BuzzFeed impression. Yeah, stuff. Twenty last, times, twenty times week. you were totally that alien. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about aliens. There's been a lot of talk about aliens recently. Um, a lot of talk about UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena, which is just a way of saying UFO, but it sounds infinity times smarter. Yeah. Um, the U.S. government has said that there have been loads of sightings like on a daily basis of some sort of craft like aircraft spacecraft these things are outstripping our arsenal by at least 100 to 100 years to a thousand years in terms of like how advanced they are uh, the deputy assistant secretary of defense for intelligence said that whatever these things are they are f- so far beyond anything the u.s is capable of and there have been so many sightings the U- the pentagon has created this uap top secret program uh these aircraft we're talking they're they're traveling like 60 miles in three seconds yeah oh. uh there's just a lot of, I mean, one Twitter thread I saw that basically gave it, there were three potential outcomes to this. It's either the U.S. not talking, like it's our technology, which doesn't make a ton of sense because why are we spending so much money to like for these task forces if it's just our stuff? I mean, like maybe it's like, yeah, here's, we're bragging. This is what, what we can do, but it doesn't make sense that we're investigating it if it's our stuff. Right. Two, it's China. <laughs> and in which case... I don't know. Everything's fucked, I guess. Yeah. Or. 
or it's otherworldly. Yeah. It's kind of crazy Honestly, that those are sort of the three <clears throat> buckets. Yeah, and the otherworldly one is the one that makes the most sense to me if you're just looking at it like this. Well, so I was going to ask you, what do you think is the scariest of those three? Like, I, I, Well, it's scared? not – us having it is not scary. It's like, all right, tight. We've got it. Yeah. Like, bow down. Look at this but flex. Also, doesn't it also kind of piss you off? Like, if we have this technology and we're just hoarding it for these, uh, like, jet flybys? Like, yeah. Well, we, you know, why, why can't I get on a plane and be in Sydney, Australia in five seconds? Well, your body would explode. Well, obviously not. <laughs> uh, that's true. I guess that's, well, but what if, they might not be, they might not be manned. Maybe they're unmanned spacecraft, aircraft. I don't know. I could I, send, I, uh, I could, I could get Uber Eats a lot faster. It, that's right. I mean, we could solve all these problems, it seems, if, if they would just let this technology out. If it was like a human built thing. That's just why I, I think I'm kind of like 95% on the, on the, it's an alien. Or some yeah. some kind of other technology. Or yeah, I think they're getting ready technology. to like declassify a lot of stuff soon, right? And it'll be There's, interesting to see what's coming out. But you know that's just going to be a bullshit report, you know? Like, yeah. we're still investigating. Like, there have been X number of sites. Like, I think there will be some interesting date, like interesting uh, uh, statistics that they put in there. But I still don't think it's going to answer any questions. Yeah, I mean, if this is like an advanced otherworldly species, then I would assume, I mean, maybe this is just my dumb brain that they're peaceful because like, if they're not, they could have just already destroyed us. Yeah. They're not really doing whatever they wanted to. They're not really doing anything to us. If they are, I mean, they've probably been here for longer than we have, if this is the case. Yeah. As well. Yeah, for sure. So maybe they also, you can't necessarily give these things human characteristics either. Cause like, that's true. So I don't know, like maybe they don't, maybe they don't even know what like enslavement would be. Somebody was like, we would be a great in uh country, like world to, to enslave because we're so like far less advanced than they are. It's like, well, you can't really necessarily like maybe aliens don't even know what enslavement is, you know, like that kind of thing. Well, and also why would they need to enslave us to do, to do what? It seems yeah, they've, know. it seems they've like figured it all out if they can. Maybe there's something we have here. I mean, yeah, if there was something here that we had that they wanted, they would just take it. Yeah. But also, like, you know how we've always talked, or we've always talked, people are like, oh, let's go mine meteors or comets or whatever. Yeah, like, like gold. Right. Like, if they can travel like that, there's no scarcity of resources. Why, why are you um, caring about enslaving a population of humans or something? Right. I, I will say I did watch something, a, um, a video by Ben Mesrich. He wrote uh, The Social Network in that movie 21. He's like a writer, basically. And um, he has been looking at UFOs for a while and talking about... Uh, UAP. UAPs, excuse me. Uh, they, they, the most sightings have been on the 38th parallel. Have you heard about that? Again, all these things kind of sound... It puts them into this, like, your total conspiracy bucket. You know, like, oh, when it starts getting branded, the 38th parallel. Yeah, Lincoln was killed the, in the Kennedy Theater, and Kennedy was killed in the Lincoln. Right. <laughs> all these things. Anyways, he brought up an interesting point that there's this uh, there's this billionaire who owns an aeronautical company, mm-hmm. and basically this billionaire is the one who who gathers all of the unidentified flying object reports. So, like, if you look in the FAA handbook and you're a pilot and you want to make a report of a UFO, you don't report it to the government. You report it to this private company. Uh, mm. 
It's all this. It's all, not that that really means anything, but he brought up this other. You know, he brought up Roswell and how that crash in in the forties. Um, the, the Air Force basically came out and said before they walked it back that it was a like an alien spacecraft, mm-hmm. and then they reported on the the debris that they that they uh, recovered from the crash site, and um, they said it had like weird hy- hy- hieroglyphic markings on it, uh, and then and then they then they flew to Texas with it and called it a, a space balloon or a weather balloon. Yeah. Um but like before they they pretty much like kind of did the PR misstep. Um called it a, an alien and then had to walk it back. It's all w- very very weird. Classic PR misstep. Yeah. Anyway, I think that we're still w- kind of uh working out how this little news dump's going to work. I think they're supposed to be <laughs> just quick hitting, but we get we get off on tangents all the time. So we're going to move on to the second one. Sorry. I'm Let us know what you think about aliens. Leave a comment below. Um COVID-19, have you heard about this? Uh, it's going on. <laughs> it's, it's happening. Ongoing. Yeah, uh, you know, more and more people are getting vaccinated. I think around like 45% of adult American adults are vaccinated. They've opened up the vaccine to children aged 12 to 15. That's great. 600,000 kids have received their first dose as of yesterday, uh, the 18th. Um, even with, you know, the CDC easing their recommendations, like it's still having an impact. So I read doctors in, in Tokyo are calling for the cancellation of the Olympics again. Really? Uh, this summer. Uh, it's scheduled to happen, you know, less than three months from now, where they're saying that hospitals are already overwhelmed. This country's battling a big spike in infections. So this is an article in Reuters this morning. They're talking about, you know, potentially canceling the Olympics again. The 2020 Olympics may be in 2022. Or I guess at this point, you just wait till 2024. I don't know. You just miss an entire. It's kind of sad because a lot of these athletes. I mean, depending on like how your age falls, you have like one or two Olympics, maybe depending yeah. on your sport as well. I think. Yeah, right? yeah. So let's. And you spend the previous four years training for the next one and all that kind of crap. Uh, also on COVID topic, Vanderbilt University announced they have a vaccine mandate. Uh, anybody coming to campus this fall uh, has to be vaccinated. I think that the makes first, sense. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting to see how it unfolds, uh, especially because vaccines are pretty easy to come by in the United States, I think. But I don't know if it's the same for international students. So maybe they'll have to come in like like a month early or something. And like get it here and then (laughs) Or I guess six weeks early. Yeah. Also brings up the question of the vaccine passport. Will that happen? Who knows? Uh, Stay tuned for that, I guess. Yeah. Um, The final little. I think it's. Yeah, get vaccinated. Everyone should get vaccinated. Spay and neuter your animals. Yeah. Uh, last night in Major League Baseball, Detroit Pit Tigers pitcher Spencer Turnbull threw a no-hitter against the Seattle Mariners. It's the second time the Mariners have been no-hit in two weeks. Ooh. They're batting like 199 as a team right now. Not having a great year. Do you have them on your any, any Mariners on your fantasy team? We are NL only. NL only. Which makes it okay. even harder. And I'm actually trying this year, and I'm in dead last. Team Steinboner? So, team Steinboner is, you know, rebuilding. Uh, okay. I've acquired a lot of of good hitters, but they are currently injured, so I'm waiting for them to come back. Uh, is this a trust the process situation? This is a trust the process situation. <laughs> okay. And uh, Chattanooga lookouts, you better watch out. Um, I'm coming for you. Coming for them this week. Um, so, yeah, the Mariners suck. They, they can't get hits, apparently. Also, this is the fifth nine-inning no-hitter in, the, in Major League Baseball this year, and it's only mid-May. The record in the modern era is seven no hitters in a season. Like this is going to be broken by Fourth of July. I feel like it's crazy. 
It's nuts. I don't know what's going on. People hit so many home runs in the 90s, early 2000s. Now they've made it so that pitchers are throwing crazy no hitters. Yeah. I I, I think there was another article about just the, the drought of runs and hits in baseball right now. Yeah. It's definitely boring. I mean, I will say I'm playing fantasy baseball. I haven't watched a single game of baseball, so. There you go. Well there done. There you go. I might go to a Nats game sometime soon. Definitely should do that. Those I'm fully vaccinated as of today, by the way. Nice. Welcome. Two weeks post second dose. There you go. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a news dump. Let's talk about another type of dump: space trash. <laughs> as uh, I saw a lot of people like to call it space junk. I think yeah, space, space trash debris. or debris. I think trash yeah. is way funnier. I just think of like a redneck Martian. Yeah, <laughs> just throwing beer cans at the at the UFO yeah. out of his like RV spaceship. Yeah. What was there's that? a TV there's a TV show for you. Yeah. Uh, what was that movie with Seth Rogen? They were like, or he, he Seth Rogen's the animated alien. I forget what that movie's called. It's funny. I'll, I'll think of it in a minute. Uh, oh, no, I'm thinking of Paul. Isn't that like a Simon Pegg movie? Or is that it? Yeah, but Seth Rogen's Paul. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> it's just bizarre. It's Simon Pegg, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's funny. We like to talk about space in this podcast, I think, which is evidenced by our track record of shows. That's right. But we are going to talk about space trash today. Um, I'll just give a quick little intro to this for what brought the topic on. About a week and a half ago, if you remember, I think like May 8th, May 9th, in the news, uh, there was a scare about a Chinese rocket that was plummeting towards Earth and nobody knew where it was going to land. This thing was like 23 tons. Uh, It caused a bit of a scare and then like a coward, it landed in the ocean. (laughs) Uh, near the Maldives in the Indian Ocean. That got me thinking. I had heard about space trash before, but just how much is out there? What are the dangers it poses? Uh, what can be done about it? Yeah. I, I kind of, when I first looked at this topic, thought this was kind of overblown. Mm-hmm. Like kind of uh, another thing that people can get annoyed about, humans dumping space trash like how much can really be up there you know what i mean right but as i kind of learned it's a lot bigger it's a bigger issue than you kind of realize it's not just like you know some trash that you can go easily pick up if you really wanted to right and with like companies like spacex and with amazon's proposed proposal to have like a 3000 satellite network going up it's just yeah. like a problem that's going to get exponentially worse as technology advances and resources become more attainable for super big corporations and it seems like accidents or something is destined to happen. Right. Right. Yep. So I, I, the, the numbers I looked up, uh, there are about 2,000 active satellites, but there are 3,000 dead satellites. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are 10,000 objects bigger than a monitor. 20, a computer th- monitor? A computer monitor. 20,000 objects uh, about the size of an apple. 500,000 marble size objects and over a hundred million so small they can't track. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and, and you might say, oh, it's a small little object. It's all about speed, right? These things are traveling super fast. Super fast. Like 18,000 miles per hour fast. Right. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Which uh, is like three times faster than a bullet. When you got a marble traveling three times faster than a bullet, I mean, that thing's going to put holes in whatever it hits. Yeah. Well, it, it's a. Uh, a small object traveling about 17,000 miles an hour has the same force as an SUV traveling 70 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, these things like 
if they hit a satellite, they pretty much will guarantee to kill the satellite. Right. So there's that, right? There's potential of like lost mission dollars from satellites being launched up and getting hit by space debris. If it's a manned spacecraft, there's huge risk of loss of life. I read that there were... So basically, like, all right, so let's define it. Space trash, man-made objects remaining in space, even though they no longer serve any useful purpose. So either like dormant satellites, um, rocket pieces boosters. of paint, yeah, boosters, pieces of paint that have chipped off from these things, from these rockets or whatever, uh, explosions of objects that are in orbit flying around space, basically. And it's all basically, it's all in the low Earth orbit, which is essentially a space junkyard at this point. Yeah. Um. They're traveling super fast. I read there have been more than 560 breakups, explosions, or collisions since Sputnik 1 in 1957. Um, and like we said, with more satellites being launched, it's only going to increase. They call this the Kessler syndrome, where collisions mm-hmm. and breakups lead to more collisions and more still and so on, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, so, so in 2007, China, just basically out of a, a defense test, blew up a satellite or maybe not. Maybe they didn't have a uh, explosion with it, but just a ballistic missile took out one of their dead satellites as a test. Two thousand seven. So we've even got people just, you know, creating more trash. Well, it's not right. even more trash. It's like it's the bun- It's the unbundling, and now you've got these like shotgun shells uh, that have expanded their, you know, volume of what they're orbiting in. So now, like, oh, maybe you would have missed. Uh, closer because it was all bundled and nicely kept in the in the satellite, but now you've got this like broken up satellite that's still traveling around in orbit, and so now right. it's like you, you've expanded the the probability that it, it would take out the international space station or a new satellite or something. Well, and they I don't know much about these proposed like space trips for just regular people. You know what I'm talking about? How they're just mm-hmm. talking about flying people up into some part of the atmosphere. I'm pretty sure like a low earth orbit. <laughs> okay. So like, would you get on that thing now that you know this? I feel like you're just gonna have bullets of rocket metal flying at you all over the place. Well, I really don't know. I think, <laughs> I think right now, I'm not getting on the first one. No, but I, I really don't know. I, I really would like to do it. Um, I still think if you probably, I didn't see like what the probability is of like being struck by something. I would, I would assume it's very low. Um, but it's one of these things that as we just kind of learned about exponential growth with the, uh, yeah, uh, with the pandemic, it's like kind of as the Kessler effect is talking about, like, yeah, it, 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 like one or two a year, which I didn't even realize happened, um, collisions or like satellites going defunct because of like yeah. being hit by something. Um, the larger the something happens and the more debris that gets created, the more likely that becomes. And then, you know, one or two satellites a year quickly becomes four or five, quickly becomes 10. And then all of a sudden, like we are, we're screwed. Um, so I don't know. I, I maybe in like 20 years after more and more debris kind of gets up there, maybe I wouldn't go. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, <clears throat> I guess the question is, how do you, how do you combat the problem? That, Yeah. And I think that's – I don't think there's a correct answer to it. I think people are starting to be like, okay, this is something we need to focus on. Yeah. Because if we are going to start you know, expanding our domain and moving further and further out from Earth, like one, there's just like I guess maybe like a 
ethical reason to not just trash something, even though it's like not really doing anything. Well, I mean, you sh- I guess there's the assumption that like, uh, you know, this is all, st- this is part of our world. I don't know. You know, it's like, yeah. don't, don't, you know, leave it better than you found it type thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also, uh, you know, just the dangers it can cause. So in 2007, the UN instituted the space debris mitigation program just to help, you know, lower the, the risk of potential damage to spacecraft, which would lead to loss of mission or loss of life. If it was manned. It's a set of seven guidelines that essentially mitigate space trash. Uh, they're kind of, most of them are pretty stuff like pretty obvious. Like don't, uh, like when you're, when your mission's over, don't just blow up your rocket. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Try and have it come back to earth safely, which is another thing when it comes back to earth, it just inherently is going to start shedding these like toxic pieces of aluminum and all that stuff into the atmosphere. So one thing I read that was super interesting is there's this guy, Matt, his name is Max justice. <laughs> And he's like a, a, just a big time smart guy, I guess. He's looking at building satellites out of mushrooms. I mean, that's probably putting it a little easy, but it, or a little bit uh, like so. He wants to build organic organic satellites. Yeah, like mycelium fungus. Uh, it's like super lightweight. It's extremely tough. It's really resistant to extreme temperature changes. Um, the actual part of the satellite, I I think that like is used to communicate. Or like these really fine pieces of metal. So if you use like the body of this thing is this fungus, um, it's like incredibly durable. He thinks it could be, you know, it, it would work, I guess. Yeah. And then like when these rockets run their course, they, you know, come back into Earth. They don't shed all this stuff or they can maybe eventually they'll decompose or whatever, you know. Well, I yeah. guess you can't decompose. The mushroom is what's decomposed, I guess. But anyway. It's organic. Making these like. Yeah, making these like spaceships out of organic matter, basically. Huh, that's interesting. Not spaceships, spacecraft, uh, satellites, rockets, yeah. that kind of stuff. I would, Obviously, there'd still be pieces of like, you know, the boosters and all that kind of stuff. I don't see how that's going to work, but maybe it could. Maybe that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't realize there would be uh, something organic that would be that that strong. Um, yeah, I think uh, in, in in Japan they were talking about using like pieces of, like certain woods and stuff like that that would work as well. Hmm. So well, there are people uh, smart, smarter than me. They're much smarter than me that are working on this problem. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Well, I've, I've also saw other um, ideas for having to basically you got to go up there and bring some of this stuff down. Like it, it I think everything not, I hesitate to say everything, but if you're in a low earth orbit, you're slowly degrading your orbit. So like, but it's just a really long time. So some of this stuff might stay up there for like hundreds of years mm-hmm. before it eventually like the Chinese sh- satellite come back into the atmosphere. Um, so you kind of need to like speed that process up. So like a booster that's up there, that's just basically like a hollowed out thing that, that held a bunch of fuel mm-hmm. um, will eventually come back down into the atmosphere. So I was seeing that we could send, uh, you know, missions up. Obviously you're creating like this. It's sort of like you're, you're adding to the problem by sending yeah. more up there to bring something down. So I don't know how this would work, but, um, you, I saw something like there are nets that people are looking at. Like we, we would put a net around this thing. How strong is that net that can stop an 18,000 mile per hour p- computer monitor? So you, it's all about like the relative. Oh, right. Because so, it's moving as well. Right. So you would have to go in the same direction and then kind of capture. I mean, the whole thing is absurdly difficult. Um, but yeah, like a net, you'd have to go trap it. I saw somebody, a harpoon. <laughs> So you basically you harpoon 
some booster and then you maybe put like a a, a, a sail on it, like a solar sail that slows it mm-hmm. down. And then that the, the slowing it down makes it fall back down to earth. Um, huh. So uh, there's some interesting uh, and then like smaller pieces of of debris, like maybe like a screw or something yeah. like an apple size thing. I saw maybe a, a laser like you go up there and have to just like we have to laser these things. You'd have like blasted even guns. smaller pieces of debris. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it sounds like a problem that I have no interest in solving, but I would love for it to be solved. Yeah, it sounds like we got to send some drones up there that that just fly around and zap stuff. How are we gonna get all this space metal? Well, let's just send a lot more space metal up there to yeah. take care of it. But I, I always find it funny the name like whenever somebody talks about space in a serious way, like this United Nations guidelines is called. The Space Debris Mitigation Guidelines of the Committee on the Peaceful Use of Outer Space. It's just like it sounds so like uh, galaxy questy. Yeah. I expect like Tim Allen to be saying that with like a Martian standing next to him or something. Yeah. We, we have Space Force now. You know, like the, the Navy, the Air Force, Space Force. Everything just seems like a bad sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely, it's just, yeah, it, it feels like a bunch of nerds came up with it, which I'm pretty sure yeah. that's what happened. <laughs> right. This is like Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory talking about some like LARPing he does on the weekend or something. Right, right. One other aspect of it that I found interesting was sort of the, um, uh, you know, there are no laws. So so to your point about this this mitigation committee, uh, there are no laws for outer space. So it is kind of like these cooperatives. And so right. SpaceX sent up a satellite. And when they did, there was going to be, I forget the other country that was involved, but they had a satellite up there. And they kind of had to coordinate who was going to get out of the way. So, like, you know, kind of like if you're driving on the road and they've got a yield sign, somebody knows. There's no traffic laws up there. There are traffic laws. Yeah, there are no, there are no laws up there. So uh, this this satellite company had to put its, you know, had to change its orbit, which I think costs a lot of money, burns fuel that you maybe would have used for some other thing. Uh, but I don't know if that means that, like, SpaceX has to pay them to to do this or who has the right of way i don't know it brings up some interesting uh uh issues yeah it, so just the last thing i had which is kind of a, on that same line of thinking uh i found an article called basically if a rocket falls on your house are you liable <laughs> <laughs> your house shouldn't have been standing there shouldn't have been there yeah uh but this has been thought about for a while now. The 1967 Outer Space Treaty and the 1972 Liability Convention, which both been adopted by the UN, says that space trash falling on your house is a government-to-government issue and that the treaties declare that states are internationally responsible and liable for damages caused by these spacecrafts, even if the damage was caused by a private company from that state. So hmm. a spacecraft rocket crash lands on a house in, in Shanghai – Basically, through diplomatic channels, China would contact the United States, we would pay them, and then they would pay whoever's house got messed up. Got it. That's if they make a claim, right? I think uh, like a, a Russian satellite crash landed in, in Canada at one point, causing like a $14 million Canadian dollar cleanup. Uh, Canada asked for like $6 million from Russia. They sent them $3 million. So it's like this whole, you know, what's yeah. going to happen basically. Huh. But essentially – uh, if you were freaking out last week while you were at work that, you know, your, or two weeks ago that your house was going to get blown up by this Chinese rocket, uh, even if your house did get it like blown up, the government would make a claim for compensation and then, and then pay you. And pay so you back. sleep, sleep easy. We're all insured. We're all insured. Uh, uh, that's all I got on space trash. Yeah. That's what I got. I, I, I do find it kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. Good topic. What good topic do we want to, uh, you know, 
seed some other topics that we got coming up? Uh, so like we mentioned on our, our short little intro preview for the season, we are doing every other week episodes. So two weeks from this Monday, basically, first of all, enjoy your Memorial day next weekend. That's right. It's going to be great. Uh, the week, the Monday after Memorial day, we'll be back, uh, with a topic covering something that if you're on the East coast or the Midwest, you may be seeing a lot of in the next week or so or hearing or hearing. Uh, so that'll be our topic for Monday, June something, 4th, maybe? Yeah, June 9th. What is it? June 9th. No. No. No chance. 7th. What is it? What is it? Uh, you got a ca- you're looking at a calendar behind you. What well, does it say? I, it's only one month. <laughs> <laughs> it just says May up there no, still? No, I think it's 7th. Or uh, the 6th. The 6th. Where's Natalie? We need her. I know. Tell me the tell dates. me the day in 2028. Yeah. Anyway, first Monday of June, we'll be back with a show about what we just talked about. Uh, that's gonna be it for our first episode back, season four. Thank you all for listening. Uh, feel free to berate us through our Instagram account. We get messages from certain people all the time, basically asking when we're putting episodes out. So. That's right. If you want to say something nice, that would be great. If you want to say you hate us, that's awesome. Um, if you say something nice, I'll send you a sticker. So, Yeah, I'll send you a sticker. We'll also probably shot you out on the show, and you'll yeah. be heard by millions of listeners around the world. That's right. Everybody have a great uh, rest of your week. Have a great Memorial Day, and we will see you guys back in June. See ya.